Your there face some, is in progress. There was some cussing that was done. <laughs> some of the worst cussing I've ever heard come from Mia. Could you say was, them all again now that we're recording? Just for posterity's sake. I did my husband's string of curse words. Whenever he, whenever he swears, he does specific curse words in a specific order. And if you don't use it on the internet, it's in that order every time. I got it. I'm there. Mother. Every single time in that order. Does it have a flow? Well, there's a rhyming thing. There's a rhyming thing happening. Right, right. My grandmother used to go, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And when you'd be like, Nana, are you swearing? And she'd be like, no, I'm praying to the Lord. Wow. Oh, yeah. She's not wrong. She's a very pious woman. <laughs> Why did that do she was. You know Last one? time the word I wanted was bellwether, by the way. Uh, it took a while. Found it. Yeah, I do feel like this is my fault because I stumped you all so hard on trivia that we didn't record for a month and a half. <laughs> I feel like it's my fault because I had surgery and then I had bereavement and that made like two weeks of that month difficult. Right, we yeah, were no, so hurt. it definitely had nothing to do with me just writing too hard of a trivia around for my friends. We sucked balls at no, that. I we were so it. bad. Honestly, it was guys, great, but we were very bad. I, I should send. I should send you the video because it was recorded through video. I because I did rec and I couldn't. I was like, oh, I should send it through audio so I don't have to worry about condensing all the video to you guys. So that's why there's a lot, lot of uh, video cues and me pointing at things and saying I'm pointing at things <laughs> when uh, I wasn't because it was just audio that I sent to you. So that's on me. That's my bad. I I actually liked it. I think my favorite episode we've ever done is you guys solo doing the fan casting episode. I thought that was highly entertaining. Oh, that was. Fun. I had like my own thoughts of it in the car and I wanted to cast too, but that was probably my favorite episode. Like I like the review episodes, but also just like having fun with the universe is, and it's also unique to us. Cause like how many people are reviewing things versus how many people are like, let's do fan casting. Yeah. I would love to do fantastic four. <sighs> you see what I did? I have to open a window. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake's walked away from his headphones, but I, I think we should do uh, other episodes where you and I create trivias for everybody else, and they can be just as hard. What? <laughs> Nothing. We Take said nothing. Okay. No surprises in oh. store for you. Damn it. We About said what? <laughs> you did. Yeah. Your lips were moving. I saw it from across the room. Did you? That's not the way we were moving. They were moving and speaking. Did, there did was you? purpose behind them. Yes, I did. I know mm -hmm. it. You're just making fun of me now. A little bit. I was a team no. I wasn't I wasn't ready for it. We started podcasting officially. It's now happening. Huh. It's a lot. Oh I dropped my album. I don't dance anymore. I never did to be fair. Hello everyone and Hello. welcome back Hello. to two Hello. guys. A girl. And Stanley's Pizza Play! Hey, we still got it! Hey, we're all here. We're all here. It's like a all miracle. 
here. It's, and uh, it, this is episode, I want to say episode 21? It could be any numbered episode. You could say any number, and I believe you at this point. It's been I, so this long. Is all, this is oh, true. I feel bad I don't know this off the top of my head. Holy crap, I have a lot of phone. Anyway. Um, Gosh, Caleb, you're letting you, us you down already. you have already. a lot of phone? Do you have a lot of phone? I've got My a lot of God, phone. I have a lot of phone. <laughs> well, you know when you like open your phone and suddenly there's like twenty there's more notifications. Of it? And there's so it's You're now like, the oh. size of your two palms together. <laughs> yes, but uh, yes, we're back finally. We took a bit of a hiatus. Uh, it was the end of we're summer. Sorry. No, we're not. Um, we're I mean, not sorry. We missed no, you. Fuck you. No, no, <laughs> we're no, no. Not sorry. We're not sorry because we were busy. You hear that on lives. But we did miss all of our lovely listeners, and that is why we are back. Um, it was the end of summer. You know, we all had things. P- people were going back to school, even though none of us have kids. Uh, but but we've got we've got significant I others. Sent, I sent oh. someone back to school. I don't know who that kid was, but I they're back in school. <laughs> I made sure of it. The child living in Jake's basement went back to school. They're getting uh, an education, damn it. Oh, it got worse. What, what did? <laughs> A child in your basement? It's not even allowed in your house during the regular parts of the year? Like summer? No, only when it's getting an education. (laughs) I missed you guys. Oh, so I'm the bad guy. All right, cool. (laughs) I'm the bad guy for keeping a child Child. locked in my basement, but providing them a solid public school education. Uh, You'll wait till that that person's a lawyer. That little kid that I found is a lawyer. You'll see. You'll all see. (laughs) He will sue you. Um, however, uh, we're back, and, uh, unfortunately for our listeners, absolutely nothing has happened with Marvel since we, uh, took our hiatus. Certainly not. Um, <laughs> wait. What, oh, oh, That's a false. I don't think so. Uh, we, we, uh, there was, there was Black Widow, um, but, but nothing has happened with the Marvel Universe since then, which is why today we're going to talk about Black Widow. lying. I'm not Stop lying. lying to the audience. They know. Wait, They're wait, aware. No, Jake, 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 we're recording this from the past. Uh, you know. This, what the, day, Caleb? The, uh, Tell us the day. July 19th. You know how yeah, everyone yeah. had to wait so long to see Black Widow because of COVID and all the delays? We wanted to mirror that anticipation in this podcast episode. <laughs> No, we did it on purpose. Everybody's lying. To make everyone everyone's so excited. No, it's August thirty first. We all 31st. had shit to do, we and they had to, to wait. <laughs> and they're um, lucky. And we gotta get caught up. Did we finish Loki? I don't even remember. Yes, we, of course we finished Loki. Yes, we finished Loki. We just haven't okay. done What If. We haven't, and we haven't done What If. We haven't Black done. We haven't talked Spidey Black trailer. Widow. We haven't done Black well, Widow. Let's jump into, before we talk about Black Widow, let's jump into the MC News and just recap everything that has happened since we last recorded a podcast. So Shang-Chi comes out did. in two days. Shang-Chi comes we're out going. in two days. Guys, um, guys, we're going. guys, Which, we're going Jake to- and I are going to meet in person. She's yeah. going to find out that At I'm a just theater. 13 rats in a trench coat. Oh, friends, I had it pointed out to <laughs> me today specific number. that I say theater weird. I say, How do you say theater. 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 theater, but there's no R theater? in there. It's theater. It's theater. Theater, not theater. Like, you know, I'm doing that main theater. thing theater. where, like, you put an R on you the st- end of words that end with A, but I'm doing it in the middle else. of the theater. word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
theater. Ah, yeah, theater. putting your eyes back when it don't belong, and that's. I'm a gonna real keep problem. saying theater like a weirdo. Yeah. A At weirdo. the theater. Sometimes All right, I'm done. That was better. it. I just can't wait to meet you, Jake. I'm so excited. Um, it's gonna be I'm nice. I'm trembling with Antissa. Say it. Patience. The end of the callback. I know what's going on. Is Jake, is it a Caleb lost? Caleb's lost. We're moving on. Uh, Caleb, we're recording Rocky Horror Picture Show. One of the best. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, what? We were talking about Just then, you missed it. Move forward. Okay. What else um, is in the MC news? What else? So we got Shang-Chi coming Quickly, out. Quickly, more two news. Days, two days, 48 hours. We're all going to be, actually, yeah, exactly 48 hours. True. We are all going to be in the same theater watching Shang-Chi. Um, Shang-Chi. 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 I think Shang-Chi. they're pronouncing it Shang-Chi. I think Regardless. they are. Um, th- what, what else has come out is we've got the first three episodes of What If. The, the fourth one comes out tomorrow. We'll do episodes on that. Um, we got a trailer for uh, The Eternals, finally. Um, like a yeah, story trailer. trailer a lot. That was yep. a fun trailer. Uh, it's good. I'm excited for that. And then soon after that, we they leaked, and then it was eventually dropped, the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, which we... Oh, man, so many which things they talk dropped, about that. Which they dropped the trailer on the day that Wanda had circled mm-hmm. on the calendar mm-hmm. from With WandaVision, which is pretty fun. Which is... They're, they're up to something. They dropped a trailer on that day. They did the thing with uh, with Loki where the exact same time frame where where he drops the thing and says we're passing to point of no returns when she becomes Scarlet Witch like the same minute marker. They're up to something. Uh, I don't. Heaven's think up to that's, something. That's not a thing. I don't think that's a thing. It's pretty. Like they've said it was that shockingly it's not a the thing. same thing. Two different directors. Mm. They're anyway. up to something. Did you see the? Um, Letitia Wright signed on for another, I don't think I'm saying her name right, signed on for like another handful of movies as well. That was exciting. I'm glad oh, we Oh, and we get Riri Williams time. confirmed to make her first appearance in Wakanda Forever. So we're getting Ironheart mm-hmm. started in Wakanda Forever, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, oh, I also want to say. So much. We had some suit suit leak for Moon Knight. We had the suit come out for Moon Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which the god in Moon Knight's name is. It's like uh, it's not the dragon wait, wait. from um, Mulan, if anyone's curious. It's not Mushu, but it's close, right? <laughs> it's Konshu. Con- Konshu. It has a shoe in it. That was my most racist moment on the podcast. That wasn't. It, they it just wasn't sounded racist. the same it, in my was, brain. A, they did Konshu, yeah, which they sound the same. It's the same. It's, it's, a, it's a rhyme. You were close. I was like, I don't know if I should say it out loud. <laughs> It's an Egyptian oh. god and a Chinese dragon. That's not. There's nothing to be racist about. They just sound similar. Okay, they rhyme. I'm forgiven. Yay for me. Wait, did you forgive um, yourself? I still got it half right. <laughs> wrong. Okay. Given myself. Uh, all right. So that, that's, that was a lot that's of news. I think we, we a lot of steamrolled right through it. We did. Are we gonna mm. do like like a batch of what ifs and one go sort of dealio? Like we'll do the first four episodes. Since we're only half hour, we'll probably, yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll like combine them, I think. Because there's not necessarily a lot to like discuss, like as far as like thoughts, theories and things like that, because it's more like this is what it is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not like they're going to come up later in the MCU. They're just fun, man. They're just fun. 
Jake, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't don't even. There's rumors. Don't, don't tempt me, Frodo. Um, Rumor has Carter. it that Captain Carter might be part of something bigger. But anyway, in the MCU right now, canonically, we are going to be talking about, well, actually, we're not in the MCU, but we're going to be talking about something that is canonical in the MCU, and that is the fantabulous Black Widow movie. Yay! Yay! Seen this? You heard about this? There's a Black Widow movie that came out in July. I feel less guilty. I feel less guilty about like doing no one. Okay, guys, this has spoilers in it, but y'all should have seen it by now. It's been out a month. It has. You haven't seen it. it. We're not friends anymore. Yeah, light them up. Get them. Get them. Mia Mm -hmm. and Francis came over to my house and we watched it on my TV. This is true. Caleb, you got a TV? I have like three TVs. And we did our own like director's cut running commentary throughout the entire movie. Oh, you shouldn't have filmed that, guys. You could have released that as bonus content. Press play and watch the movie <laughs> with you. Sort of deal. Mia and Caleb's director's cut. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Plus our significant others. We could do yes. some, some 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 of that stuff. You know that thing. Commentary. That's the word. Um, yeah, we just said it a few times. Videos? <laughs> yeah, but maybe for with, what if, if we do that we'll do real... on YouTube, our face has to be like Every that's always like the picture. It's like ah, oh, it well, oh, like, it has to be something like that. Yeah, I just did faces. Yeah, I'm sure the audience totally gets those faces that you were making, Jake, of our podcast. You made faces yeah. too. I, but and I you pretended also, like you did, didn't just make put this faces. on me. Look, I'm just yeah, I'm thinking just you're above face and making. All right, well, if we're gonna talk about Black Widow, uh, then we need to bring back one of the the staples of our. Our show, um, Staples, our new sponsor. Zaville? Um, it is not a video. It it is Zaville. Yeah, okay, you said Zaville. I, that's what, yeah, that's what I did. Um, but but we did it at the same time. I was trying to sound Russian. It didn't go well. Yeah. Um. So it's back. Do we think so that we, we should have Caleb? 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 Should we have Jake tell us the plot of the movie in a horrible Russian accent? Oh. Oh. oh no wait because i no, feel wait. like we should no, we we don't because we everybody no, saw I think, it so no i like, think you need to recap it I, i've forgotten to, i only saw it a week we need the audience to know what happened in this movie jake so why not what yeah you know what that's a that's a good that's a good jake could you could you oh it's weird it's weird right out of the wheel we were already in the wheel we so it's like wheel. oh shoot well, just well i was getting wheel. i got a little excited to bring the wheel to bust the wheel back out um yeah i was i also i also was excited to see the wheel <laughs> thank you thank weird. you Mia. um you're for, welcome for for bringing that back, yeah. Because you know what? <laughs> what if they haven't watched Black Widow? What, what, if, what they, if they need to know? So, Jake, um, would you mind recapping, uh, uh, just just real quick, uh, what happened in Black Widow? Um, as Alexi. Um, as we, uh, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Jake has. I don't, I don't think he turned <laughs> off his mic. Practicing. Maybe he did turn off his mic. I think he's practicing. I appreciate a good a good college try oh. before you uh, do it and do it like professional theater actor level. I said theater again. God damn it. Okay, we oh, found it. I found the voice. 
It took <laughs> minutes, but I got there. Okay, so you want to hear the plot of Black Widow? Uh, well, I tell you the plot. So, pretty simple. Black Widow, uh, big Russian spy, red room, bad room, make lots murder. So the uh, Russian spy, they, uh, it, it, it turns out they were in America for a long time, uh, but uh, they weren't too happy and they were being chased by shields. So off they trot back to uh, Russia and they become big master spies. Uh, a bunch of people, family. There's a family of four of them. Turns out all Russian spies as far as the eye can see. So uh, flash forward to not current and not past, but sort of after Civil War, before Infinity War. Very precise, in case you're wondering. So that's when this is happening. Uh, we have uh, Black Widow sort of in hiding from the Sokovia courts. Um, and turns out, shit really hits the fan, you know? Uh, she gets starting to be attacked because uh, her sister, both sort of real sister and not real sister, it's sort of complicated. Aren't all families complicated? Uh, am I right, everyone? So... <laughs> They uh, start chasing her because she goes rogue because she finds thing that makes her not a red room zombie. And then she gets hunted. And then uh, Natasha gets pulled into it. And uh, international espionage follows. Uh, there's great action, uh, high stakes. Uh, and we have a good time all around. And uh, we meet some family members. We meet the taskmaster. Uh, we blow up a whole space station almost. Yeah, I say 10 out of 10. <laughs> Going, you were going strong until that Brooklyn 10 out of 10 at the end there. 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, just oh, for, so oh. I can't have cool secret identity as well? I can't also be like, you know, from Brooklyn. Hey, I'm not a Russian spy. Just just because I that's don't want... My secret, I, that's my Jake, secret Did you one. just double accent? Did you just... I did. Did you I just did be a accent. Russian? <laughs> yeah, I, did, I a did a Russian Brooklyn. doing a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> As a as an American from Maine who's not super good at the accents. I want to hear, um, just because I don't want Jake to feel singled out. I want to hear Mia's best Russian accent or impersonation. I think mine's pretty good. Oh, oh I can't do a Russian accent even remotely. Give me one. It will turn of inevitably German. The Iron Maiden's best. Give me one of the Iron Maiden's lines. God, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just did it for like five minutes. <laughs> I literally uh -huh. not it. <laughs> just say dos <laughs> vidania or bojemoa. Dos vidania. There you go. There you go. That's See? what I no. got. That's what I got that's, in me. Okay. I can't um, do accents. It's pathetic. As a theater person, I should be able to do that, and I I can't. I can do two, and that's it. And anything outside of that wheelhouse is just not happening. Well. Uh, I'm Jake, severely that limited. That was, um, I would it was. argue that was better than David Harbour's accent. <clears throat> um, all right. I think mine is basically just David Harbour's accent. I found totally all accents in the movie problematic because I don't understand how it was that they were in America convincingly living as Americans and then David Harbour fast forward has to speak English in a Russian accent, and it's broken English. It's not even, like, correct grammar. And we'll go to the wheel. Stanley's Pizza Pie of Possibilities. Um, it's back, folks. Um, now that we have properly... You've, you've demanded it. You've come to Caleb's house shaking the foundation, begging for it. There were but pictures don't worry. on my lawn. Like the McRib. 
it comes back. It always does. Mm-hmm. So, and I've got some new music uh, because, you know, why not? Always. So, on the wheel today, we have a total of nine categories. Um, That's a lot of categories. Three of them are just Jake, me, and Caleb. Um, it's just, you know, if there's something we want to talk about. The other ones are are more broad. So we've got Valentina. Mm, spoilers. Um, Taskmaster. The Widow Program. The Family. And Filler for Color. Because if I only had eight subjects, it, it just looked off on the on the wheel. So I, I put a filler for color. Um, but so what happens if we get that silly. one? Uh, well, you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. So you guys it's ready? It's going to be the first one. Feeler yes. for color. Was that yes. sort of yeah, a little feeler bit? For, feeler for Wait, color. Feeler for, yes. for color. Oh, man. I still right. think I sound like an idiot, but let's go. Spin Dude, that So wheel. did I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't expect this. Oh. Oh, it's me already. Mia. It's Mia. You know, I forgot we do this topic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can talk about what you were just talking about if you want. No, I'm, you said you wanted to talk about that one. Nope. Okay. I want to talk about, I think, something that everybody online has been talking about too, but it's just, ah. Okay, so in the film, Alexi claims that he, as Red Guardian, had a fight with Captain America, which is problematic and he's called i said problematic twice now which is a problem because he he uh, he's asked when during his um fist what is this called this thing arm wrestling. where you do the arm wrestling there it is when he's arm wrestling he's when like he's, when, when was it and he fist. said 83 to 84 so we know it's not cap because cap is in the ice and we know it's probably not isaiah because isaiah was thrown into prison shortly after the korean war so when I first watched it, I, I thought that he was clout chasing, like just bragging and saying like he did this even though he knew he didn't. However, when he talks to Natasha, he's like, hey, you know, does Cap remember me? Like he really truly seems convinced that he fought Cap, even though it doesn't seem timeline wise like this could work. And I have a theory <laughs> that is silly, but I'm just going to say it. All right. I think that what happened was the Soviet Union, like the state, dressed up a man to look like Captain America so that Red the Guardian could fight him in some kind of like propaganda video for like to build up like confidence in the state and how much better than America they are. And they just never told Alexi that that wasn't really him. And I think like he really truly believes that he fought Captain America. But he didn't. He just fought some like Russian prop up. What do you guys I think? I love the idea. I love the idea that they just that it's like faking the moon landing, basically. And then that's exactly where it right? came from. Um, but Mia, you are forgetting that there was a Captain America at that time alive and well around. Maybe we don't know what he's doing all that time. It's Steve Rogers. He went back in time and lived his life from the 50s forward. Mm. That'd be pretty old, though. By the eighties, I mean, it's Captain America. <laughs> but can he? I get confused with we the time know. travel thing because this is the original before the snap happened. 
Mm. Yeah, but he's maybe. Always, but but he it would seems always reasonable. Exist, right? I'm just saying. Yes, he would I'm have saying, always Technically, existed. there is a Steve in that time. Because there would, would be a Steve in that in that That's in that run. So interesting. That would be interesting. Mm. I don't know. Like always <sighs> thinking. I like I like the noggin thinking. I think ball. they intentionally. No bad idea in brainstorming. I think they intentionally wanted to leave it sort of uh, make the the audience ask that question. I, I think that they, they they don't have a plan yet. Then this is me getting a little meta here, but I think I think they put it in there. Kevin Feige put it in there because maybe they're gonna come out with something in, you know, like two years where they go back to the eighties or, you know, he was very evasive. Kevin Feige was asked about it in one of those like fan or like an interview thing or whatever. And someone asked him directly if it was Steve. And he was like, wasn't Steve in the ice? Thought number two. Like, God, you evasive little. Yeah. And two Thought is important because there's because it makes of the letter V. Mm hmm. Why not? It could have been, right? Because I was I was thinking that now that like these have been introduced. We also know because of the TVA that like there have been multiple times when the timeline split and it could have been like I don't know. All right. They're gonna do something fun with it. And they're gonna they're definitely gonna bring back uh those two once we get to the family, we can talk about them more because I obviously want to dearly. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, they um But I just wanted to bring it up because it was something that I left the first movie and was like, hmm. And then everyone was talking about it online, and I saw it again, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> and I just thought the theory of, like, because I honestly was like, he's clout chasing. I don't know why everyone's so focused on this. And then I really felt like he truly thinks he did. So I'm going with my theory. Can I, I add, love the idea. Like, I yeah. Add a little something to that for maybe it's the folks who don't know. The giant Color. man who he, who he um, fought in the arm wrestling, the big, big one. Is supposed mm -hmm. to be Ursa Major, who's part of uh, the Russian superhero team. So that's right. um, also is he a was, wink and nod. In the comics, is he a mutant? He's, I can't remember Ursa Major. He's just a big bear. Um, and then the Crimson what Dynamo Ursa well Major, is, which literally team. translates to big bear, is a big bear. Yeah. It does. That's what that <laughs> means. Which is funny because everybody looks at the Big Dipper and they think it's a spoon, but it's actually a bear. That's why Ursa Major is a minor. It's a little Big bear, little bear. You're a little bear. Little bear. All right, that's it. I just wanted to chat the fight. Chat fight. I love it. All right, back to the wheel of possibilities. Here we go. We're talking about the widow program. The program. The program, and all of those widows. I figured we could, we can sort of roll into uh, you know we've got now now in the universe there are what like twenty forty super spy widows out there. Um, there's, a, there's a significant chunk I think of super like 50. widows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and they said themselves that there's a huge network around the world. So there's, there's, yeah, okay. I'm just not thinking about it. Oh yeah, they're not. They're also not done with that. That's that has to have some sort of payoff somewhere. The fact that there's just so many. Oh God, yes. Incredibly t trained, powerful spies now that exist for 
good basically for for uh, I mean for are all they going to be like so. the next shield like the agency that maybe works mm. under under the radar of governments um, I don't know that that a certain uh, person takes over and maybe makes hammer as opposed to shield oh. <laughs> because sure. why else why Talk else out. would a certain Florence Pugh work for her as well if not the other widows as well oh you're not talking about Justin Hammer oh okay no, so I, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that the widow program. I have so many. I have so many thoughts on the widow program. So number one, I am curious if they are enhanced, because Nat literally fell off the roof of a building, hit things on the way down, yeah. landed on the ground, and was fine. And so I feel like at minimum Nat is enhanced and who would have enhanced her, but you know, her programming in the red room and, and the whole widow program. And if she's enhanced, then are other people enhanced? I'm not saying she's a super soldier, I, but that is not the level of pain that a human can take and I, not die. I have a theory. Um, and I, you and I actually talked about this a little bit when we watched it, but one, I think, Nat has what is often referred to as plot armor, um, which hmm. is just that, you know, she's the main character. She can't die. That would not be like a... And she can. She can and she did. Well, okay. But in this movie in particular, because it's yeah. set before Infinity War and before Endgame, we know she can't die. And so I think um, part of that is, in my mind, that she, they sort of through that scene in particular where she like bounces off stuff to just sort of solidify home that okay we all know she's not gonna get hurt like we can throw her against anything because it's already established when she's gonna die um and so that's why i sort of i i sort of took it as like the dwarves in the hobbit like when they're falling down the thing it's like yeah we can just accept that no matter what happens in this movie, she's not going to die. But then you can start worrying about everybody around her who doesn't, hasn't appeared in the MCU at all. So mm -hmm. um, that's why we see the widows die and stuff like that. Um, um, by the way, I just need to add in, um, if anyone is hearing strange sounds come from my mic, it's because uh, my puppy is in the room with me chewing on whatever oh, she wants. get it, Caleb. You have an adorably <laughs> cute puppy. God. He's so cute. So jumping back to the widow program. So I, the widow program to me really enabled us to explore some of the themes, which they were kind of implied themes earlier in the film and then really became more explicit um, as Drakov started like explaining his dastardly um, plot. But the idea of like the commodification of women or commodification, commoditization commodification i said it right yeah. the first time yep of women and girl too. and girls and the idea of human trafficking and how it, it was so potent seeing these girls and women being abducted and put into this program and and trained and brainwashed because women and girls are kidnapped and put into terrible um institutionalized sometimes situations all the time he even so much said that they're like the world's you know, commodity. That's what they're here for. What does he say? The world's most untapped resource or something like that. Untapped resource, something like that. Resource. But it was it was just yeah. gross hearing it come out of his mouth. 
Um, I think the intro where we kind of saw the red room back um, with the with the sound of the smells like team spirit cover mm. overlaying this really um, startling and dramatic just, just images of the time that were relevant and then have it intermingled with what the girl's experience was during that period. And, you know, we learned that um, Melina went through the Red Room four times. We know Natasha went through at least twice because she had already done it at least once prior to her position in America. And we know she went back through with Yelena. So it, it just the tying that in, it was so dark. You know, we, we're used to having Avengers, or, uh, not all Avengers, MCU movies that have a bit of lightness to them. And we started out and we see this, you know, happy little American family. And then immediately it, we have the stark contrast of that's not real. And just, I just sat there silently holding my breath through the whole intro. And then as we learned more about what the women had been through. So Widow Program, scary. And also setting us up for some badass chicks with some some vendettas on their plates coming Definitely. up in the MCU. So. I, I don't think it was a coincidence that they made Drakov look like a certain Hollywood producer. Um, oh, yes. Talking about the commodification. It was that that whole Drakov's whole deal was sleazy and greasy and gross. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they made it. Well, they made it an instantly like because he doesn't. I mean, that villain doesn't have a lot of time on screen. It's very minimal. So how do you make mm -hmm. him instantly like detestable? They, they did it very quickly. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're like, this is a good villain. And they're like, oh, he's been on screen for three minutes. And I don't know why I'm thinking this. And it's like, oh, you designed this to and give me these heebie-jeebies looking at him and thinking about him and hearing him talk. Also and then say, you have the feel-good moment of the women just, like, taking it back, taking their agency back. It was women who rescued the women. Those women right. were released like from that. the widow hold because Yelena and Natasha saved them. It was women helping women, and that was, like, the theme of much of this movie, which I very much appreciated. Um but there was some piece of it too where it was women hurting women because Natasha is the reason that Drakov's daughter is the way she is from a physical standpoint. Like I felt like she had been so horribly maimed in that accident that like, I don't even know if she could survive outside of her taskmaster suit. Like I felt like there was a little bit of like a roadie thing going on where there was a dependency there to help sustain like her even being alive. So I don't I don't know, but it was just the whole thing was just very um, stark, and it made you very hyper aware of what they what story they were trying to tell you. Yeah. On the Black Widow thing, though, do we? <laughs> and this is a little of like what's to come. But I was kind of I would you like to see a Disney Plus series about the Widow program, like uh, the Widows moving forward, or Absolutely. a movie? I'd I want to see a TV plus. series. I would want to see a TV series so we can more deeply explore these women and give their stories time. Because each, like, I could see a whole series where just like every episode's about a different widow. Mm -hmm. But if you relegate 20 women to one two hour film, I don't think you can really do justice the stories that they have to tell. I would I rather think see we're it as a see series. them play a part in Armor Wars and the Secret Wars as well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping for a series as well. Yeah, I would be I would love it. I'll watch the crap out of it. 
All right. Back to the wheel. Uh, still plenty more to talk about. Uh, here we go. Spin away. Oh, this is perfect. Uh, so it leads right into talking about Taskmaster. So you were you've just done it. You figured it out. You've 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 segued perfectly, Caleb. Yeah. Ha ha. Well, Mia, you were just saying that the women fighting women. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts about this movie. <laughs> let, wait, let me back up. Yeah, Caleb, hold on. What does that mean? <laughs> but um, the women tying in what we already know about Black Widow, the mention of Drakov's daughter, all the way back in in um, 2012's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and like turning this into a, uh, I don't want to, I mean, redemption arc kind of for Black Widow. Um, you know, not that she really needed to be redeemed. We've seen her do many, many good things, but sort of a cleanup of her past, a little facing her history. Um, and I thought Taskmaster was, uh, was great. And Jake, you and I, uh, before Black Widow came out, we I, I feel like at one point we did say that there's something about who Taskmaster is Master is going to be. They're they're intentionally not revealing Taskmaster, right? And and it turns out it's Drakov's daughter. I mean, so I think that Taskmaster has seen the most criticism of any piece of this movie from. I'm going to use the word fans loosely because I think people out there saying this movie was garbage aren't real Marvel fans. Um, But obviously we did a gender bender thing here. This was not how Taskmaster is in the comic books. Um, I think that for comic fans that were familiar with the character, this may have felt a little Deadpool-y, similar to what we saw when Deadpool was first introduced in Wolverine. Is that the movie? Origins, Origins yeah. Origins. Or Wolverine Origins. And it was that really was interesting because, yeah, it was so bad. Um, what? I didn't, I didn't mind them changing around Taskmaster, and I thought it served the point of the the plot of the movie. And I thought, you know, I wasn't her her introduction when Nat and Taskmaster fight on the bridge felt very throwback to Winter Soldier with just mm-hmm. this terrifying, terrifying villain where you're like, I don't know that Nat can win this. We are very early in the movie and this villain is scary as hell. So, I mean, I I thought it was great. I thought they did a great job, but I know a lot of fans were disappointed and it's hard for me to know whether it's genuine disappointment or people being anti-feminist shitheads. Uh, Jake, you are someone who is probably very familiar with the character before the film came out. What were your thoughts? I don't think you could like, I, I liked it. I was fine with the twist. I didn't need, like, I love Taskmaster in the comics. He's always a joy to read and he is smarmy. He is, I think people uh, compared it to Deadpool because his humor is kind of Deadpool esque as well. But it's like with any of those sort of fans, like the, as soon as you change something, it's like with the Mandarin. It's like people got so mad at the Trevor Slattery reveal. So like that's not the Mandarin. That's not what the comics I read. I'm just like, yeah, but it was it would serve the story better, and it was a more interesting choice, and it was exciting, and it gave us more for the character. Like I think the Iron Man three is the most underappreciated Marvel film. That's a story. That's a talk topic for another day. Um, that being said, is I didn't mind the twist here because it played more into the. Uh, Nat's guilt dripping red with uh, she always says her that her um, 
Ledger. Your Ledger must be dripping red. I'm so proud of you. Exactly. I loved that uh, like which call I back that. to it. It was so good. Um, but like it just it sort of hammered that point home. And like you said, it was so every fight scene in Taskmaster was rad as hell. Um, mm-hmm. which that's all I wanted. Terrifying. It was cool, like photo mm. photokinetic reflexes, which is what I got. Um, and like, yeah, like I we still have an opportunity. Taskmaster's not dead, A. It, it B now no longer under mind control. C, what's saying that we don't that villain doesn't develop and grow over time. We know that villains are gonna play a bigger role going forward as Valentine is collecting them. So right. everyone everyone just needs to trust. Like I mm-hmm. every single time that you're like about something. I can guarantee you tomorrow night, when, or on Thursday night, sorry, not tomorrow night, when we watch Shang-Chi, that when when Trevor Slattery shows up and they make that point matter in Shang-Chi, you're going to have, everyone's going to be like, ah, oh, that, you know what? I love that the whole time. And you're going to be like, yes, because just let them do it. Let them trust them. Like they, they, they're doing these things on purpose and it was fun and weird and different. Serve a story. Who cares? If you want to, guess what? If you liked the character more in the comics, there's so many years of comics you can go read, and that's where the same the same one you'll always have. It's like yeah. just just let it happen. That was a I loved this movie a lot. I loved it a lot, and yeah. uh, I had no qualms with Taskmaster. People online being like Taskmaster ruined it. This movie is is garbage. I'm like, did you see like other movies like? <laughs> Freddy got fingered or like Have you seen other movies? <laughs> Have you seen Disaster other movie? movie or like Catwoman or like <laughs> Cats? So I'm hey, just gonna hey, keep going hey, on a thing hey, there, but like <laughs> Hey, don't diss cats. Um, no, no, how what are you doing? No, pause the podcast. No. Pause the podcast. We're pausing the podcast. Wait, no, 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 who no, is no, what no. doing? Is it me or Jake or Caleb cat? that you're yelling? I'm at? gonna defend <laughs> the movie cats. Um like the a, new one? Like the new one. The one uh the one that, that, no! that started the, the that, it was the very the, the one that has the, the secret butthole cut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it has a secret butthole cut, Jake, that doesn't at all like make you go, What? Like no, what? this that's movie a war is like, crime. It, it's, it's not a war listen, crime. Listen. I, I have a copy of the Geneva Convention right here. And if you go through it, you see Article 8, Section B, under uh, the third paragraph. Thou shalt fast. not allow a butthole cut of any musical film. War crime. It's about Do cats. research. Uh, Harold. Yeah. Um, no. no uh, I saw, Caleb, I saw Cats on a stage production on a tour. Because my girlfriend at the time got me tickets. She's like, you like musicals? Let's go see Cats. I went to see cats. I watched the whole thing with my head tilted to a 45 degree angle with my eyes squinted going. And then three days later, as I was still thinking about cats, I go, there was no point. They were all no. singing songs and one in the, in the AIDS cat got reborn because of it. Cause she sang the best song. It she was a cat talent show. She had feline aids. That cat that sang memories had feline aids and they let her go on the big tire to heaven. That's crazy. That's the whole musical. It's a talent show for cats to see which one gets reborn. That's fucking bonkers. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and then the yet- same guy writes a show about trains. There's a train <laughs> musical. Yeah. And aren't Starlight they all Express. on roller skates? Yep. They're on roller skates. You know who was in the original this Broadway cast of that show? This show about cats did well. 
Jane Let's Krakowski. Let's do trains next. You know, That's Jake, crazy. this is why you don't do musicals. This is why Jake doesn't. He did Oliver once. I did Oliver twice. You did Oliver twice? <laughs> twice. Oh, okay. Um, I was we are talking about Dodger and Bill Sykes. <laughs> we're, but we're talking right, about five foot Taskmaster. Eight, all of me. Taskmaster. No, you were defending cats. I was defending so cats. Sorry. Um, because I love when it, it, it's a great movie. If you just get a group of people together, bring them down into your your basement where your TV is. Eat <laughs> yeah, some mushrooms, them, smoke some weed, and then try. Yeah. Drink, drinks, drink some wine. Maybe maybe partake in an edible or two, and then watch it. That's all I'm I saying. Th- is that crimes a war crime the no. geneva convention but i wanted says, to say so, you know, about taskmaster do it because i was just going to do it taskmaster program seems to me one i like that it was Drakov's daughter i thought that tied into black widow because without it she would just be or taskmaster would just be this faceless like enemy that would be kind of boring and flat there's no stakes to it. By making it Drakov's daughter, they add stakes to the story um, that tie directly into her past. Two, Taskmaster. Even if if Marvel wanted to bring the uh, like comic accurate Taskmaster in, they could still theoretically do that because they sort of made it partially a like program, like a microchip in the back of her head. So you could that. That microchip could just be given to somebody else. The original comic book Taskmaster. Um, I mean, you and there's a t- multiverse. Precisely. Um, I was just saying, you know, but uh, Bombalarina, like, look at this. Come on, <laughs> Jenny Any Dots, Skimble Shanks, Jenny Any Dots, Grizabella, Rumple Teaser, Strap. Jake is typing in chat. Don't forget Gus the Theater Cat, played by Sir Ian McKellen. And that and doesn't add any. That's that's not what? like gonna be like. Oh, I saves the movie. old Deuteronomy played by Dame Judi Dench. You got Idris Elba. You got Taylor Swift. You got uh, Jennifer Hudson. You're talking about all star Caleb, cast. Caleb, that cast is not a musical save. Uh, no, no. But man, is it good to watch? You got Justin. It was Derulo, just. It was just Jason like three Derulo. hours. Of- it was just three hours of Uncanny Valley, too, which made me uncomfortable. Like, I actually... Right. That's... So, you know what I think is interesting about Drakov's daughter? When she, when in, 20, when in like the 2012 Avengers, Loki mentions Drakov's daughter, there was a lot of speculation at the time that maybe, like, Nat was Drakov's daughter because we weren't really, like, sure. And I know the internet was going a little crazy with that. And then in Endgame... Right? And then in Endgame, um, Red Skull says to her that she's the daughter of Ivan. And there's a whole moment that she right. has with um, Hawkeye where he's like, oh, just because he knows your dad's name. And she's like, I didn't. And we just kind of get this another glimpse into like the past that Natasha has behind her and the journey she's come to up until this point. Like, she doesn't have that family that we think of. Um so it was really interesting to find out who Drakov's daughter was because we knew it wasn't Nat after we knew, learned she was daughter of Ivan because the names didn't line up. And it was just I thought it was I thought it was one of those things where, like, you know, 
11 years later, I'm bad at math, however many years later, we finally see it come to fruition. That's why you love Marvel, because they just like drip these little things throughout the throughout the series and we and we get gratified later. And it's exciting. Mm. That's what she trust said. The pro- trust. We trust in Kevin. Oh, yes, we do. Except when it comes to mm-hmm. me creating contracts for digital streaming rights. <clears throat> um, that's not Kevin's fault. That's, that's not him. Fault. He actually spoke out like on on uh, Scarlett Johansson's side. So I thought he spoke out against anyway. No, that was the House of Mouse itself. That was like, oh. snap mm-hmm. back. Well, let's go back to the wheel of possibilities. Because uh, we got more topics. Fortune. We do have yeah. more topics. I think we're allowed to talk longer since the movie's longer than an episode, yeah. too. I guess that's probably true. Yeah. Oh. Man, this wheel is on fire tonight because we lead right into, speaking of like father, daughter, son, daughter of, etc., the family. And by the family, of course, we are referring to the, 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 the family. The Russians. Did anyone Which else one? watch <laughs> The Americans? Uh, did you guys not. watch The Americans? I did not, but I heard that I heard there's a lot of sort of like sort of. Oh, um, I so had like an Americans way. moment. Yeah, in the very beginning, yeah. it was very Americans. Like I know they were trying to like plot twist it for everyone else, and I was like, I know a Russian family pretending to be an American family when I see one. Oh, and it's this old one. Hat. It's this one. Um, They're doing it. I. This may have been. Black Widow's movie in name, but this film firmly belonged to the family that Black Widow found and had. Uh, mm-hmm. The three of them were just such an absolute joy. Florence Pugh is going to be an absolute superstar as the new Widow going uh, forward. Mm-hmm. She was wait. aces. The the her her jokes landed. She was earnestly funny. She was kick ass. Of course, we knew David Harbour was going to crush because he crushes whatever he does. He's clearly having the time of his goddamn life in that movie. And every time he did something, it was just like the the moment when he gets out of the helicopter, like one of the first things like, Natasha, I want to talk to you. And he comes over, he's like, did he talk about me? Is like such an earnestly funny thing to happen. Um, the, the like the, the weird father, but not father relationship that he had was really good. Him, him not being particular, like him being so strong and good, but being so dumb and like, also not great at it because he's like out of shape and like older was really fun too because like he's not the one saving the day at all um <laughs> he's just there was there was so much there was so much that i loved about it and i, I hope the three of them get more time together on the screen mm. oh my goodness i loved it you know this was one of those almost always marvel movies have an underlying or not a secondary rather um storyline where they have a romantic storyline Almost all of the heroes have some romantic um, connection. And this movie didn't because the love story in this movie was the family. And I loved it. Wouldn't give it up for anything. Really nice. I think. And, and you know, the little girls that played um, Elena and Nat in the beginning, particularly little Elena, were so well cast. They looked they looked just like them. They were so innocent until the moment where Nat snaps and grabs the gun and starts screaming in Russian at everyone. And you're like, oh, she is part of this. This is not mommy and daddy right. or spies. Like, she is in on this. Like, the, the entire dynamic of the actors with those four actors and then the adult versions, it's just they had a chemistry between one another that was 
fantastic. Being a girl with a sister watching Elena and Nat bicker about things and like tease one another was so on point. I thought it was really exciting. I learned that Florence Pugh, a lot of those jokes were her. So I'm very excited to see what she brings forth in scripts she's involved with in the future. Like I know the poser one was something she ad-libbed and then they just worked all through the movie. I know talking about when they talked about the scene when they're in the plane and Alexi's like, oh, you're on your periods. And she goes on about the hysterectomies, involuntary hysterectomies. They take your fallopian tubes. I I never thought I would laugh at a hysterectomy joke in a Marvel movie of all things. She just wrote in the script for everyone, I'm going to talk about fallopian tubes here for a minute. And they just all like knew she was going to do something and not what, and they kept it. Like, it was just so great. Um, I think their their connection, like I said, the 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 chemistry between the family was fantastic. Mm. I just like the line about the pockets in the vest too. The oh God, everything she said, it. golden. It was just like it was so good, it was so good. It was really um, it was really neat when Caleb and I were watching Black Widow together at his house like a week ago. Um, we were in the apartment scene where the two girls were fighting with one another after meeting for the first time in their adult lives. And it was intense because you could tell that Yelena was fighting to kill her and Nat was fighting to incapacitate her. And they had some very different feelings. And there was this moment where they talked about the arrow holes in the wall of the apartment. And Caleb and I had to pause it and be like, is this where Clint found Nat and made a different decision? And are we reliving that moment here with the two sisters where they start by fighting and then they make a different decision and leave as companions like Nat and Clint did years prior? Like that was just such a perfect parallel from a set. Full circle. It was great. Um, As a way of giving us Hawkeye I wouldn't miss if he was shooting at some like someone that was supposed to hit. So like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Caleb, what did you think? I I loved it. I loved the the what is it? The chemistry, especially between Rachel Weisz's character and David Harbour's character, uh, especially when they meet up again and they're both mm-hmm. older. Yeah. I thought that they were a great couple. Um, I I have one single issue with the family. It's my hot take. The accents. And it's not well. <laughs> no, it's not the accents. I I enjoyed it. It was fun and accents are not the most important thing uh but it is that in my opinion david harbour's red guardian never really gets a good marvel fight uh he like he goes up against taskmaster and we cut away to the more important or like understandably like widow fights and 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 the, the the discussion up in the lobby and then we come back and he gets like two punches until iron maiden comes in and saves him um and you i just maybe may, i just wanted a little more like uh like a little more red guardian against taskmaster that would be really cool cuz he like talked about fighting cap captain and if the taskmaster busted out captain america moves he'd be like oh i know what i'm doing (laughs) haha or you know just just i wanted like one minute more of the red guardian fight um it's not his time yet it's not his time yet give it time. you know it's interesting because if you take him out of the movie 
basically nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, aside from it being a sadder, less awesome movie because David Harbour is a gem. Yeah. It, nothing really. The only thing he even adds is that he tells them Millian is still alive. Even during the prison break scene, he just like smashes the guy. While they're escaping, they they focus on on widow fighting and they focus on the helicopter. And we don't really even get to see him do many fights. And understandably, this isn't his movie. I just I right. I don't know when we're gonna see him again. So you'll see. His escape in the beginning was pretty badass. When he's like throws a tank and then he's like jumping on an airplane and like fighting and fighting an entire the, group of shield like people. Mm. Yeah, and he's and he's, he's fighting an entire shield group by like basically himself yep. hanging off a, a wing of an airplane. I mean, that was pretty badass. And we see him throw that 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 door like a shield, like as if it was like a, a mm-hmm. car. And it, it's we do have a shield throw from him as well. So um, you're gonna see more of Red Guardian a hundred percent for sure. Where, you're gonna get more of what I think you're can... looking for. We don't know, Calvin. That's the fun of it, bud. That's the excitement. Um, but it's, I think it's a Mia's point earlier is it was a movie about women. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you make red guardian capable in that film, <laughs> it changes it a little bit because, because he hey, was so sort of hey, not capable. Hey, you do not need to weaken your men to prop up your women. A badass woman no, can uh, stand next to badass men and be right. just as badass. But I'm they saying that like, kind he's, of nerf him in this movie. I don't, I don't think, well, I mean, like, I, I just don't think that he needed to be big and strong because he was aged and goofy and in a jail for mm-hmm. so long and clearly out, like, over, like, that's, he wasn't meant to be this big, badass Russian guy anymore. He was a little overweight. Like, he was, I loved seeing a superhero that was my body type in the movie theater <laughs> and still be able to stand up and fight against Taskmaster. Like, that was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, him, him being in there and all of a sudden, like, whipping a bunch of ass, I'm saying like I, that's not what I needed to see. I wanted to focus on what the, what the widows were doing at that point. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, think you're, you're think you're gonna, I think you're going to have that more in the future because that's not the, that wasn't the time in my in my opinion for him to be like the Red Guardian that yeah. we think of in the when he was fighting and, Cap. And to be fair, it, it did. This is I'm not saying this at all ruined the movie. Of course not. This is a Black no, Widow course, movie. It's. Not. It's just one of those things where, like, they gave me a taste of one thing mm-hmm. while giving me this, like, buffet of fabulous kick-ass Black Widows and Iron Maiden. Yeah. And, yeah. and and that one thing was like, oh, 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 I want, I want more of that. So. Yeah. So going back to the family thing, though, one thing I wanted to bring up real quick before we move to the next topic. I thought it was – I thought that – the MCU took some artistic license with these characters from the comic books in order to build this unit. And I'm thrilled with how it came out. Like, I believe in the comic books that the Red Guardian is actually married to Natasha. Like, they're a couple. And that him being defeated was what, like, inspired her to take on the Black Widow mantle in an earlier series. And Iron Maiden is kind of like a villain that the widows fight. And she kind of is unhappy living in the shadow of Natasha. And and that's like a big driver for her, which you didn't get that animosity between the characters in this at all. Like if anything, you know, you kind of got the idea that Alexi did not like his assignment. He was very vocal about it, but I don't know if you catch it, but when Melina's leaving their home 
in America, she has this moment where she's just so heartbroken and she takes like this one last look at this life that might have been what she had wanted and had this tiny little taste of even if it wasn't real. And and that heart was kind of what drove her to betray Drake off so quickly because when you think about it, she is the architect. She is so instrumental in the widow program and she just flips like that in the movie and is like, I'm good with like flipping sides, even though I've literally like created all these programs and I'm terrible. But she just flips because you can tell that that was never what she wanted because Rachel Weiss is such a good character and played that family dynamic so perfectly that it was believable. I believed her because I felt her from the beginning of that movie that she didn't want to go. So I don't know, but I thought it was interesting how they took these artistic adaptations. I liked it. I think it worked way better. Um, Yep. I have one more thing about the family um, that it kind of bugged me early on, but maybe it kind of makes things better depending on how you view it. But I wish, and this is preaching to the choir, I wish this movie had come out eight years ago and not now because when you get to Endgame and Natasha says to Steve, you know, I didn't have a family before coming to the Avengers. Um, Part of me doesn't, like, part of me doesn't like that. I mean, it it kind of is more powerful because it's after the snap, too. Presumably she's also lost these people. Um, mm-hmm. but that was my thought, yeah. It, I also, it also kind of undercuts the connection she has with these people when she says she didn't have anybody before the Avengers. And it, see, it kind of sounds like she's saying, oh, I, I don't know who these Russian well, people were. I mean, like, in the in the timeline, if you think about it, like, where this movie falls, like, the Avengers became her family first before he, she was able to reconnect with her family family because like mm. she she didn't you know what i mean like she has she didn't have those feelings or she didn't reconnect with them until well after avengers avengers 2 and civil war now so like to her like she's been with steve and bruce and and all of them much longer than at this point than she had time with them so i mean that family came first so to her she didn't have family until she met the avengers and then i think because she was able to open up and feel that familial relationship and be accepted by a group of other individuals is what allowed her in this movie to reconnect with her original family. So I think that still rings true in that sense. It'll be funny to see these four people being this dysfunctional family and then to compare it to when we finally get the first family of the Fantastic Four. Right. I think I'll be interested to see... I'll be interested when I don't know because we got so many movies coming out right now but like whenever I decide to do another like MCU marathon chronologically how this movie will fit in after Civil War and before Infinity War like how everything will feel emotionally and character wise when when we then get to Infinity War and Endgame Mm -hmm. um have you guys watched Endgame since seeing Black Widow? Yes. I no. immediately went and rewatched everything that Scarlett Johansson was in. Yep. <laughs> um, I, uh, and I cried I like a baby, the by the way. Every freaking time I watched the movie, I cry repeatedly in multiple places. I walked downstairs and I was like sobbing and my husband was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Tony. And he's like, it's okay. So, honey. So, 
I always cry at Tony's uh, as well. Um, but I've so never many cried moments. at Nat's until oh you haven't until the most recent time I watched it, and then when Nat went down, that was the first time that it hit me, and I actually like welled up and cried for Nat that time, and I was like, ah, they did it. They gave me like that. I just needed that little mm -hmm. bit of extra to focus on Black Widow and 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 who she is as a character and a person and what she cares about, and finally watching it that time it was like oh like i felt so good i was like they did it like obviously i was bummed so I, I love that character like black widow is one of my favorite marvel characters and some of my favorite comic runs like i have the first appearance of black widow as a comic book um it's one of the it's like the only avengers first appearance that i own is black widows mm -hmm. um but it's it just when the death happened i was like this makes sense like i was like of course of course she gave her life to save hawkeyes like it all made sense to me but now watching it this most recent time a couple weeks ago i was i got a good few tears in and i felt really good about it which means that marvel crushed it i recently cried when i was re-watching and uh grizabella gets carried off uh and you is absolute motherfucker Kayla. you absolute <laughs> No, it's so sweet. The I'm not mad you like cats. I'm mad at the idea of cats. You can enjoy cats. It's totally fine. I respect that. I just get mad when I start to think about what cats is at a very base level in my brain. And Story. then I start saying things like Jenny Any Dots and Monka Strap and Rumple Teaser. And I just start thinking, who did this? What madness has been brought upon? Them? It sounds like Cthulhu names. It sounds like the old guys. <laughs> All that right. was a really evil laugh. It was, which goes to show, I think, which really puts a nice pin in my point about the, about the Cats movie. All right, let's uh, let's go back to the wheel. <laughs> Bomblerina is a name that someone wrote down on paper. Uh, T. S. Eliot. Did you know I don't Katz, care who wrote it. They did Katz, it. Cats is, is based off of a book, of, book of, poems? of poems. I know. By T.S. Eliot. I know what it is. Your right. face is off a book of poems by T.S. Eliot. Get him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mia, yes. <laughs> okay, so this, this is a good... Um, uh, we lead right into Valentina. Uh, what? Is, how do you, I don't know. How do, how, what's your full name? Um, the Countess or Baroness? She Countess. Mm -hmm. Countess Valentina. So the post-credit scene. Everything's happened. Everybody's dead. Um, and what was originally supposed to be her premiere in the MCU uh, is now a tease for an upcoming show. Or you know, she's a liar. Clint didn't kill Black She's Widow. A liar. She's a liar. So that's that's a good question. So let's we'll just real quick. Obviously, if you've seen it, at the end, the Countess shows up to Florence Pugh's widow character and is like, "Hey, uh, maybe you'd like a chance to kill the man that that killed your sister." Um, and she gives him a photo. I like your I like your impression of uh, of Julia Louise Dreyfus quite a bit. Thank you. I worked very hard on it. Yeah, of um, course. Um, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and Oh, there we go. Um, and she gives her, gives her a picture of Hawkeye. Um, I have a question to pose to you guys. Does this make any sense? 
I mean, she's manipulating I mean, her. Like she's been manipulated by uh, others. But like, clearly, from the talking about the posing, she has seen Black Widow fighting side by side with Clint Barton for literally years, and then now we. We don't know the goal. We don't know the end game here. There's not she's end game. I can't really use that anymore in these conversations, I suppose. Um, but I guess I mean like we know Florence is gonna be in the Hawkeye series. That has been said, that has been announced. Yeah. Um, so I mean, obviously I don't know. I love it. I think it's great, but it only goes to show that she is she's She's putting together a Dark Avengers or a Thunderbolts team. That's all there is to it. Well, and keep in mind too, Caleb, to your point about she's seen she's seen that fighting by his side for years. We also have to remember who Clint is at this point in time. Because he just lived five years as Ronan. Killing and maiming and being not a hero, but a villain. And yes, he came back to the light to help us you know, help restore his family and restore the world. But he went to a very dark place. I mean, I don't think it would be difficult to convince someone that he was, you know, not a stellar character. But I think it's just her being manipulated and hopefully she sees through it. Um, and we're going to watch that journey. But I yeah. can see that argument. Yes. I just we. I, I don't I don't think it would be easy to convince someone that that Hawkeye had, had like killed Nat because there was I not mean, a lot of technically he did. He what? didn't win the fight and she died. He could have beaten her and he couldn't do it. Oh, that's could a he bold statement. Her? <laughs> could he have beaten her? Let's well, have a moment here. I... No, absolutely not. I... I mean, in the sense that I'm not saying what he had the op sorry had the opportunity to beat her and couldn't do it. There. Yeah, because she's better at fighting than he is. <laughs> you know, wow. you know what's interesting about the end. So we have we have Yelena hear the whistle, which was the call between her and her sister. And there were a lot mm -hmm. of like fan theories online, like is Nat still going to be alive? Are we going to get, you know, more of of Natasha? And I think obviously the fallout with Disney makes that not possible. But my husband had come across a theory online that I thought was very interesting about how the Soul Stone. They they we've seen it time and again. The Soul Stone is a soul for a soul. And when Steve returns the soul stone, he really should have gotten a soul back. And there is, a, there is some ongoing fan theory that when Steve went back in time and returned the soul stone, that he also returned Nat's soul. And therefore we got Nat back and we have kind of like an out of time Nat. Um, I don't think any of that's obviously gonna come true. And I think that Scarlett Johansson was done anyway so but it's a fun thing to fantasize about and be like ooh, what if what if she's coming back i mean they did do the whistle i think it would uh, well they didn't do the whistle when she whistled, but she, the whistle at the end yeah There's she didn't hear a response i heard a response in my heart <laughs> <laughs> oh how about that oh okay 
That's really nice. I like that. I think Sorry. Um, I meant to, what I, there's an alternate ending yes. where she hears a whistle back. Right. That is not the published ending. It was the alternate ending. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was, I was um, but also I in was, my heart. I was really racking my, I was really racking my brain being like, did I, did I miss something? Did I miss it? Um, I'm glad that I didn't. I'm glad that I paid attention. No, it was an alternate ending. I'm sorry. But also in my heart at all times. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's, well, that makes sense. That's plenty, that makes plenty of sense. Um, I, I'm excited. It's very, like, she has control of, the, of a widow, let alone who knows how many that Valentina has. So, I mean, that only adds to her, now her U.S. agent. It only adds to her. Who, I really, guys, I really wish that we would have seen this first and then been so pumped in captain america uh, in winter soldier to see her then show up in the show too because it'd been like oh shit what's happening like uh it, it feels a little undercut because i knew she was coming and i, I yeah, just a lot i was like kind of like bummed that that's how the timeline pay, played out but i get it at the same time i i think also it would have been less obvious uh, that she was putting together like a Thunderbolts. Right. If we got right. Florence Pugh first and then U.S. Agent, I think. Right. Um, I think they were doing some building too in this for Thunderbolt Ross becoming the Red Hulk. Yeah, I think which so too. number one I again? Puke in my mouth, you disgusting human being. Uh, right. Anyways, sorry, but. They did mention in the beginning of this that he just had like a triple bypass surgery in a previous bypass. movie. They'd mentioned he had a heart attack. And I was like, ooh, maybe they'll just kill him and I'll never have to see his stupid face ever again. But more likely they're dropping these hints about him being sick because he's going to dabble with some gamma to try to help himself survive whatever heart condition is going on and turn himself into the Red Hulk, which will add to more of this villain building. But I think that, well, yeah, I mean, like Thunder... It, it's called the Thunderbolts with Thunderbolt, like Thunderbolt Ross. It makes sense to be one of the people doing it. Right. So I, I think that. But we could also just kill his character and never see his stupid, stupid face again. That's that also is, a good option. It's a solid option. Or recast him. Be like that. That guy. Anything's possible. Who's, who's the guy? Anything's possible. Um, oh man, who's the guy that played Warmonger? Which what do you mean? Michael B. Ironmonger? War Warmonger. Obadiah Stane? Obadiah yeah, who's the guy that Obadiah Stane. I don't know Jeff why he said Michael B. Jordan. No, He's Killmonger. No, Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. I'm so sorry. Jeff Bridges. They should recast him with Jeff Bridges. No, Jeff Bridges literally <laughs> is like the is like I just love Jeff Bridges in that role of Obadiah Stane so much that I don't want him to be anything else ever. Honestly, just bring back Justin Hammer and put Justin Hammer in everything. Yeah. I want Justin Hammer and I want Walton Goggins character from Ant-Man and Wasp to team up and to be a weird bumbling set of rich people doing bad things. Give me that movie, please. Well, wait, just me. That's fine. I understand. I understand my wants are weird. <laughs> All right. I feel it in my heart the same way. Or you can feel it in your heart the same way I hear the whistle, Jake. There are three categories <laughs> left. Me. I appreciate it. Jake, Caleb, and filter for Caleb color. And filler for color. We should call that one hot takes. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Do we have more hot takes? I have hot takes. <laughs> it's filler for color. So I actually have a a twist here, guys. Oh. They have a what here? Mia. 
Hey, uh, okay. is the Sorry. twist like under explaining to us how the podcast got its name? God dang it! Yes, it is. Oh shoot! Caleb, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spoil it. I thought we'd forgotten, and you had like a different. I oh I, I never forget. I was gonna wait till the very end. <laughs> I was gonna see how far it would go. I'm hey, so sorry. Um, please don't uh, tell me. Do you want to do it again, and I won't say it? No. You just rewind. It's no great. one would ever know. It's great. It's great. Caleb, do you have a story to tell me? Um, I was wondering if you had a story to tell. Jake. Well, the year was 1902 and the <laughs> the great great granddaddy Cody came across the ocean from France all the way across the Atlantic Which ocean? Oh, okay the, the Atlantic <laughs> I hear he got lost along the Pacific somehow we still don't know how that happened and they say while he was well, he's rowing his rowboat over the ocean. He'd yell out to the ocean, "Do you know how the podcast got its name?" And the fish would go, "Podcast, tell us more." The fish and he'd talked. be like, "Well, yes, the fish talked. It was it was before ni- 1908 when fish stopped talking. You can Google that." Um, so there, at that point, the fish asked, "Why? Does, what is a podcast? You crazy old coot?" Uh, and he goes. Well, in the future, three friends are going to get together and they're going to make a podcast and they're going to think of a name and they're going to take an outdated television reference and the worst Marvel Cinematic Universe film, which is all of a sudden out of nowhere getting a ton of love and is, is important and its characters are appearing all over the place and is somehow becoming more and more involved in the MCU when originally it was tucked away in a small box in the corner never to be opened. But here we are, I guess, this movie. Uh, you do a reference from that movie, and they're going to smoosh them together, and they're going to make a, a podcast called Two Guys, a Girl, and Stanley's Pizza Place. And they're going to take a long, long break in the summer of 2021 because life gets in the way sometimes, my little fish friends. But don't worry, they'll be back, and this story will be told for centuries. And that's how the podcast got its name. Wow. That is true. Is that some good filler for color? Is that some good filler? That's some good. That's some good filler. Okay. Um, Filler for color. Thanks. Let's go back to the wheel. It's Jake and Caleb. Anything can happen. That was close. (laughs) That was close. It's Jake. Hey, that's me. I'm Jake. Um, I just, uh, I, I don't I'm trying to th- I was trying to I was worried because I was like I don't know what I really want to talk about because I feel like we've covered so much of what I really enjoyed about Black Widow but I think the thing that I enjoyed most about Black Widow is the fact that I was in a movie theater seeing a movie mm. um, it was there's something to be said as much as I love the, the shows we've been watching um, and as much as I think WandaVision was an absolute game changer I really loved Falcon and Winter Soldier Loki was of course crazy and like wild but there it doesn't for whatever reason sitting in that darkened movie theater when the when the pages started to flip and that song comes on and i get immediate goosebumps that i'm seeing a marvel movie again caleb i'm talking <laughs> i don't know you're what, distracting me with your spa award um and is that a spa I, award um, why yes Mia, actually was. now that you mention it it is my oh, best supporting actor spa there. award um, interesting that you would bring that up randomly out of the blue. What? Why would? What, I don't know. Oh, okay. 
I, I just I was just kind of bearing my heart about how the experience of being in a movie theater means a lot to me and how it really adds to the whole event of seeing a Marvel film and how it matters. I agree, Jake. <laughs> just how much I love the experience. That's what I wanted to talk about and why I'm so excited to see Shang-Chi with you What's... guys in two nights because there's just something about the communal experience that I don't get with the TV shows that I desperately miss. What's what, what what would you say, Jake, is your is the your favorite movie you've ever seen in theaters? It doesn't even have to be Marvel. Endgame? Endgame? It's Endgame. Okay. Endgame oh, it's is Endgame. my favorite is my it's there's nothing I've never I've never been so physically and mentally exhausted after a film. Um like it was just the most cathartic, exciting, wildly. The crowd was so into it, everyone was respectful, they were cheering when they were supposed to cheer. It was like it was the, it was literally an electric room. It's like when you see a part like a great play, a great show, and just everyone's in it, and mm-hmm. you leave it, and you're just like laughing and wanting to talk about it forever. I've never had a film experience like that. I mean, like when I think about like seeing Star Wars when they released them in '97 when I was a kid, obviously it's amazing. Like that's great, but I was so young, and like people had seen Star Wars before, so they're like they're in there seeing what it's done. Like there's nothing that's that's we waited over ten years to have this. To see Captain America lift Mjolnir and say Avengers Assemble. Literally, I when I get sad, I go and watch those reaction movies of, of theaters oh, I love cheering them. when that so when Cap good. lifts the hammer. Um it it change it 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 changes my ins- all the bad feelings into good feelings. Uh it's just one of those things where I uh that's the best theater going experience I've ever had, hands down. Same. When I saw Endgame and I met Tony's daughter. I spent that whole movie freaking out that she was going to die, that they were going to snap and undo her. And when they started like passing the glove around and stuff was happening, my Fitbit buzzed at me because it thought I was running because my heart was racing so hard in like excitement slash panic slash worry. And it sustained like if you look at my like if you go back into my history, like it looks like I ran for like 20 minutes because my heart was <laughs> oh my just God. freaking out. That's like, that's how excited I was like physiological reactions to 100% the, the end scene of that film, just losing my mind. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to diverge here a little bit. I think my favorite was infinity war for a couple of reasons. I mean, besides infinity war being a stellar movie, um, part of it was, and I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but prior to going to that, it was my first time, but it was not Mia's first time. I went with Mia and Francis and <laughs> on our way there, I was like, we were just, we were doing our fan theorying stuff. And I was like, man, I really wish, and Jake, don't laugh at me for this. I really wish I got to see the red skull one more time. Because I feel like they're good. Like he's never coming back, right? Red Skull's never coming back. <laughs> and Mia just sits in the car with a straight face. She's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah." It, like no, France, nobody saying a word. They were just like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and I sat. She sat right next to me. And I watched him, not the screen. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And when he popped up on screen, I was so excited. But we were crammed in there, and we were in the front. So I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to, like, block anybody's view. So I, like, threw my hands up. But I threw them, like, and I didn't want to hit anybody on the side. So I threw them, like, straight and and forward 
into a Hydra salute. I quickly that's, realized what I was doing. That's a separate issue. I'm and pulled them back, and I was like, oh, the uh -huh. entire theater thinks I'm a Nazi now. Yeah, and then from then on out, we made a lot of Caleb the Nazi jokes. And then he happened to also be playing a Nazi in the producers, and it really just, like, let us cling to it. Really, amp it was really great. amped that up a little bit. Oh. It was one of the best moments of my life, because I just sat there eating my popcorn watching Caleb, and, like, the hood comes down, and Caleb's just like, oh, it was the best. Best moments. I mean, that moment, I mean, that those two movies together are of such unique, exciting. Mm -hmm. I loved seeing a movie where a Marvel film where the ending was nobody wins yeah. and most people die. And I was like, I was, I was like, amazing, amazing, amazing. What a choice. What a bold I mean, those choice. Two make films, us wait a year and a half. Those two films together. I mean, they are a box set. Like, yeah, uh, you can't. I, I agree 100%. All right, but, so but there was something so cathartic about that that seeing Endgame with such a opening night crowd was was everything I wanted and more. There's nothing better than the first time. Caleb, what, what is that? Seeing a movie, huh? first time seeing a movie in the theater. Thank you. Yeah, a weird thing to dot 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 at the end. <laughs> We just left it out there too. We're like, let's let this hang awkwardly. Well, Neither yeah, of us say anything. To... <laughs> let's, we let's wanted it to no, no, let him struggle for a second. Stew it in his yeah. own. Anyway, um... <laughs> no, what were you? That was just revenge. Caleb, you gotta stop. <laughs> Moving on. Caleb, you gotta stop. There's one category left, and it's me. And I was gonna talk about something, but I, I I've changed my mind. I, why don't we? Why don't we lead into? Uh, um, uh, theories uh, about what's to come. Um, oh boy, what did I call that? I still have like five bullets I didn't even get to get to. I have so many thoughts. Speculation. You want to name some bullets real quick, Mia? You can, you can use your speculation time to do some bullets. Okay, I'll do that. So I'm going to do bullets and then you two can speculate. All right, hit, hit your bullets. <laughs> Shoot. It. Fire okay. your bullets. One, oh. I love when S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up at the beginning of the movie and their big S.H.I.E.L.D. trucks with the S.H.I.E.L.D. logos on it, and it always makes me laugh because the secret agency just throws their logos all over everything. Yeah. Two, I loved when Yelena did the thing where she was fighting in the beginning when she was evil and she was fighting the other widow, and she tried to stab her, and then she dropped the knife to the other hand like she was Arya Stark. So that was, like, a great moment. Three, I loved when Nat jumped off to try to save Yelena and she had the parachute on and she had to like dive was very season one agents of shield when Ward had to jump off the plane to save Simmons. And it kind of yeah, just tied know. Nat back to her shield background. Lots of these are related to shield. I should have just had a shield thing. Okay. Four shield, corner. shield made Nat kill a child in a redemption to prove that she's good enough to be part of their, their agency. Like, they knew they told her she was like i see a child and they're like blow the building and she's supposed to think that these are the people that are going to help her you know fix her ledger situation and i just was yeah and then you remember there was a lot of hydra and shield at the point and stuff but that that all of it Three, even there were, there isn't five, six, five. Even though there is no romantic storyline, I love all the talk online about Bucky and Yelena ultimately becoming a couple because we never got to see the Bucky Nat couple. 
and their backgrounds yeah. are so similar. Like they both got hijacked and they both got turned into this weapon. And now they're both just trying to figure out like who they are and what their life looks like. Like how beautiful would that healing be together? So, you know that. Okay. And then lastly, I just so much appreciate that we had a female driven film and I didn't have skanky ass costumes. Marvel has, has historically with few exceptions done such a good job of dressing women to feel and look powerful, like, and pulling their hair back into ponytails when they have to go fight. And I just, I loved everything about the costumes, particularly the white costumes with the vests over the tops of them. And it made me think, I was like, you know, it's so much easier to go have do battle when you're appropriately dressed. And there are so many times where women are not appropriately dressed to do the the task at hand. And it made me think of in the Olympics, I don't know if you guys saw these headlines, but the women's handball team um, from, oh gosh, I can't believe I've forgotten the country. It was in the, yeah, it was in the area. Um, were fined because they wore shorts instead of these teeny tiny bikini bottoms that they had to wear. Mm-hmm. for regulation. Their regulation said that they had to wear bikinis and that no part of the bikini could be more than 10 centimeters across. And it's like, how in the world are you supposed to play an athletic sport with 10 centimeters to cover your butt? Mm. And I came up with a solution for it, by the way. I think that all of the women handball and the women beach volleyball players should just stop shaving their bikini lines. And I feel like real quick, everyone will shut up about how they need to wear bikinis. I mean, it's a great plan, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel only, like everyone would be like, shorts are okay now because we're a bunch I of foods. I can see it only being an issue for them in the water polo because you usually totally shave yourself just for speed in the water. But other than that, mm. beach, go for it. I say, because that's going to, like I said, I think it's going to solve the issue real fast for everybody. Ridiculous. 10 centimeters? It is, it's back ridiculous. To, it's ridiculous. Back to Marvel lady costumes, though. I loved I loved how the women were dressed. I loved all the braids in their hair. It really brought the, the three female characters together as not only a family, but a badass unit of widows. Um, yep, those were all my bullets. <laughs> I'm done. Good set of bullets. That was a One magazine. One of my favorite parts that we didn't talk about was just Alexi being like, no, we can get there in time. And they're in the helicopter. And then the helicopter just next drops into frame. Oh, it was just God, like, love it. It was just such a good, funny shot that like it absolutely destroyed me. And th- I was very, very pleased with it. So that's just something I just thought of. And I made me laugh really hard. Sorry. Go ahead, Caleb. Caleb, do you have any bullets? Uh, d- Literally, Jake just swooped the one I was thinking of um, with the helicopter. Um, but no, the, the whole movie has, has such good, good, good things. And in the spirit of speculation, I've already said how much I want to see more Red Guardian. Um, I would love to see more Taskmaster. Um, and just the one they gave us, I, I, I mean, I guess we all sort of hate it when people complain about a choice. I think there there's a reasonable amount of complaining and then there's just like get over it this is what's what's there 
And so that's what that's always what I try to embrace is like even if there's something I don't like about what's happened in the Marvel universe, I try I try and I, maybe I don't always succeed, but I try to embrace like okay, this is what we got. Now what can we do with this to make it cool or to like make other parts of the MCU cool? And so now I really want to see like a Taskmaster and maybe like I had this idea while we were talking, Taskmaster, the current Taskmaster, Dracov's daughter has to go up against like the comet ac- comic accurate taskmaster who's brought in but has stolen the program and you could just give taskmaster her own movie and i would be totally cool with that um and um, if anything i think you'll see valentina use that information for her own good to make a soldier that is not that is more in line with what she wants as opposed to this taskmaster we got so i think that's definitely a possibility but uh, we, yeah. Any Jake, did you say earlier? If you, if ugh, Caleb, if you said this earlier, you can just cut this whole section. <laughs> did you say earlier that some of the criticism that was coming in about Taskmaster not being who they thought in the comic books because they're kind of like snarky, similar to Deadpool, that there's like that character there. Now that she's no longer like brainwashed because she was freed from the that brainwashing that she can take on, she can take on that personality now. Just because we saw her as yeah. this kind of like stoic deadpan character doesn't mean that that's who she is in the future. If she's allowed to I actually totally feel agree. her own emotions. Did you say that or did I just think it in my head when you were talking? I definitely thought it in my head and I don't know if I said it out loud because that's something that I totally have thought about being like, why couldn't she still be that person? It's um, completely um, believable no because- brainwashed. We didn't see we didn't see her outside of the control of the serum, with the exception right. of like a very short period at the end to say goodbye. Her personality absolutely could mirror the personality of Taskmaster in in the comic books, and have that right. that in her. So, I also don't think we need it at the same time. Like, I, I the, like we had a cool, very cool villain to use photokinetic reflexes. Like, it's it's. There's so, there's so, there's so many villains and so many characters in Marvel. There's, give a stilt, man. I don't know. Pick anybody. Like, there's so many things you can pick from and you can make it fun and weird and it's okay. Just because one of them isn't exactly how we, like, the comics accurate one. That's like, there's so much that we've gotten and I'm, I'm like, it's going to be good. I, I've, they're going to make something of it. They wouldn't leave her alive and not do something with it. If, if we've learned anything from Marvel, so they go back to the well and make things matter plenty years right. later. So we didn't talk about Mason at all. The... I like that character and I think he'll come back too. Yeah. Apparently he's like a comic book the character. Supplier, the weapon supplier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it... we could see him come back quite a few times. We could probably see him come back in Hawkeye, like supplying Clint during, I mean, who was helping Clint out when he was Ronan? Yeah. I think um... it's very possible to see uh alexi and a lot of these characters in black widow uh, sorry not in captain america 4 which we know is a greenlit and anthony's in to star in it um i think it's very possible to potentially see a uh a bucky in a florence Pugh relationship potentially just if we still they still want to do that black widow winter soldier sort of arc is definitely possible um and like i said we know we're getting florence and hawkeye and we know that they'll come to they'll be friends by the end of it because that's how superheroes they fight first they become friends after mm-hmm. um as far as far as what's to come i think that that was more about putting a bow on it 
and not giving us too much to go forward with minus uh, the new characters that we know exist that are and have been like sprinkled into this world. Besides, Valentina was the big like something's coming. So, yeah, I mean, Caleb, I think the you're, big you're, thing you're twiddling your oh. fingers. Sorry, Caleb, go. Oh, uh, you know, I was just thinking, uh, you know, you were talking about that, and it reminded me of how great the synopsis or the recap was. So, Jake, uh, five pizza points to you. Oh, we haven't done any pizza points <laughs> all episode. I forgot about them. <laughs> I just thought of that. I was like, oh, man, I got to do that thing real quick. Oh, okay, no. Five pizza points to you for remembering pizza points. All right. So, uh, I me, think this yeah, is a good And me, point. five pizza points to you. Because you've you've you you've you had you had you were clearly prepared. You had bullet points prepared, and I'm impressed by that. So five pizza points to you. <laughs> Thanks. I was already gonna forget it had been so long. It's been a while since I've been. Get it? So my my big speculation is I think that this movie was a beautiful beautiful farewell to Natasha Romanoff, and I think we're obviously seeing Yelena uh, pick up the Black Widow mantle. I think that's going to be the biggest thing we see out of this. One hundred. That's the big. That's the biggest one. For we sure. have a new widow, and I'm thrilled. I was nervous yes. about this movie trying to set it up because passings of the mantle are always tricky, and she freaking stole the movie. I think in a way that was still yeah, respectful. So, yeah, as I'm Mia psyched. would say, this was a really good movie. It's the first time in the MCU we got to see a sort of passing of the mantle. This has never happened in the <laughs> MCU before, except um, for the other times. But uh, I mean, and think about, but think about Florence's next next appearance is also in a passing of the mantle from Hawkeye to Hawkeye. So mm-hmm. hopefully that one is as successful as this one was because this one freaking nailed it. I loved this movie a lot. I had a blast with it. That final scene of them fighting and falling through debris was incredible and awesome mm-hmm. and very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, more of that all the time. They're just it's, and I'm so excited because apparently Shang Chi is supposed to be like. The action in that movie is supposed to be wildly fantastic. Um, and it's gotten some really, it's sitting at like last time I checked, like a 91, 92% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is a lot. Um, so I'm just super jazzed. It's just yeah, a lot of exciting know, stuff coming up and a lot of it, a lot of good swings for Marvel. Marvel's doing a good thing to being flexible. Like there is yeah. the cookie cutter Marvel formula, but they sometimes make these movies like Black Widow is a spy movie. Shang-Chi is going to be an action movie like and when they do those things and do them well and then put their little Marvel spin on it like that is really exciting and I think that a lot of the criticism from Black Widow came from the idea that it wasn't like that structure that everyone's used to seeing and it's like it wasn't supposed to be friends right uh Captain America First Avenger is another example of it's not exactly the format you're used to but it's better for it shows us that Marvel can do anything yeah, I'm excited to see it. Shang-Chi. I'm ex- 48 hours. All three of us are going to be in the same movie theater. Together. Um, hopefully we can put out a podcast about that movie before December. We'll get to I, it in about a month and a half. Yeah, we'll get there. October. October 28th um, we'll record. But um, I think we have reached that point in the podcast, folks, where this sweet music kicks in. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, that, sorry, that wasn't, that wasn't the right music, that was the better music, no, this would be the ska music that kicks in right now, I'm gonna do some calculating, and Jake and me are gonna say some things, 
that hopefully aren't bad about me. While Caleb adds up those points that we didn't remember to uh, give to anybody until the end of the podcast, please go find us on your favorite uh, podcast app and like, listen, review, follow us, tell your friends to listen. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry we took so long. Sorry that we took so long coming back. That's on us. But we had life. All right. Just like the last cat and cats when they go up on the tire to heaven. A brand new life we are. We, we've been reborn. We're a new podcast. So this week, I've got my, I've got the tabulations <laughs> that are done. Oh, you do? <laughs> How long did it take you? To, did it take you that whole time to add those up, Caleb? I had to pull out the quadratic formula for these ones. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, in in last place is the musical movie Cats with zero pizza points. As they, it should be. They didn't yeah. make it on the board this week. That was really weird. No, um, they did not. Next week, next week, next no, week. No, they did not. Um, and then tied for third place is me, uh, Jake, and Mia. Um, congratulations. Why are we tied for first place? With, with, for first place. That's how it works at the Olympics. Is that is that yeah. how it works at the Olympics? Well, yes, you all get gold. Why would we all tie for third? We all tie. We all did equally good best. All best equal. All equal best. <laughs> what was the what was the thing online? So congratulations it, to us. Which one? The Facebook one where you like couldn't deal with it. Something which something. One? No why. <laughs> Oh, I don't. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I remember saying something very frustrated um, and not getting my words out quite good enough. No, no, um, no! It was the person who commented on. It was when we were doing internet reacts, and there was oh, the person that's... that comments something, something. No, why? <laughs> no, why? You just gotta cut all that, Caleb, because it makes I'll no sense if you didn't listen to that prior episode. No, all right. find that episode. Hey, that's, that's us, us for, for all. all, gang. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> welcome um thanks for joining each other and we'll oh, join yeah, each other too. on thursday um uh if you liked and subscribed you should tell a friend to like and subscribe because if we get and i'm making this call now if we get 12 reviews on apple podcasts i will make everybody Careful. in this podcast uh read them aloud on the podcast and we will donate something Kayla, to someone. No, stop. Should I not stop make these what promises? You've done. God, uncomfortable. <laughs> Come on. I thought you were going to say you'd shave your head or something. I, yeah, I might, but honestly. No, no wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey. Really hey. get that Nazi thing going in. Hey, wait. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to I'm gonna cut it. I'm going to cut this part right here. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining each other. Oh, that... Mia, that's good to know. If ever we need to cut something, we just got to use that word. And Caleb the will quickly N-word cut it out. Go away. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> what word was it? I missed it. It went over my head. <laughs> Nothing goes over my no, head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. I mean, yes, I if you use it. the N word, I'm going to cut it. <laughs> oh, the other N word. I'm a Nazi cut one. Also that bit as well. Yeah, please no, cut I, that. No, I don't want to get going. Like, yes. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no. It's, well, I'm so gosh.